put those books down, because you're listening to an Oh No Lit Class study break. Hello and welcome to Ono Lit Class Study Break, your 15-ish little fun-sized bonus bit of literature. This is Megan, and RJ is not here. Maybe he'll be here someday. I don't know. He was last spotted off the coast of Madagascar. So he's he's off on, you know, a big adventure. But that's all right, because today I have with me Monique. Hey! Hi, guys! You, so glad to be back. Yes, uh, Monique was... On our Pride and Prejudice episode a bazillion million years ago. A thousand years ago. It was a lot of fun. (laughs) All right. Monique, what have you you come to talk about with us today? I I think that talking about the grotesque would be something that was interesting. And a few other things as well. The the grotesque. The grotesquery. What is that? I mean, I I know. I of course know. But let's... Tell our our wonderful, lovely patrons what that means. Well, I was taught the grotesque um, twinned with another term that is problematic and definitely with racist undertones. Oh, my Or maybe overtones. It may (laughs) have just tones. Just straight racist tones. (laughs) By Olympic um, leaps and bounds um, called the arabesque. Edgar Allan Poe, um, one of his famous story titles, he dedicated that to the two terms. It was called Tales of the Grotesque and the Arabesque. Nothing else. It sounds fun to say. Tales of the Grotesque and Arabesque. And they're both two ways to describe things that are scary. So the grotesque is an amalgamation of things that are familiar to you but done so in a natural way. So it's, it's familiar, but not too familiar. One classic example is the <laughs> car coil. You know, that kind of creepy creature that lives on top of castles and glowers down cityscapes and such. With horns and, and, and crooked teeth and claws and maybe wings just thrown in for fun. Yeah, just get a, get, a little, get a little crazy. It's like when Bob Ross is doing a painting. He's like, let's just let's just have some fun. Let's get crazy. Let's just put some wings and horns on that fucker. <laughs> so if you come across that in the middle of the night, say you're Batman crawling across like some gothic castle in Gotham. <laughs> you know, for a metropolitan city, Gotham does have quite a bit of gothic a architecture. Of, yeah, <laughs> and a lot of gargoyles to boot. I don't know. And, you know, he made you know, the cape is flying and his vision is, you know, impaired because of that stupid mask. And he <laughs> thinks he's encountered like some like mutated dog or goat, you know, that mysteriously got wings and horns and is terrified. That's probably a Batman villain. But, you know, as he's seeing this particular creature, and although it's terrifying and natural, it's not unfamiliar to him. He can look at this creature and be scared, but say, hey, kind of looks like, you know, a zombie goat, uh, you know. 
<laughs> yeah. It's, it's Goliath from the hit 90s cartoon Gargoyles, who really isn't <laughs> grotesque at all, but was rather, rather broad-shouldered, statuesque. Charming. Probably charming. responsible for some sexual awakenings. Not that I'm speaking oh from my personal God. experience, because that'd be weird. <laughs> We've all been there. We've all had our sexual awakenings with, you know, humanoid animals. Mine was a Lion King. Apparently Simba was Simba. the sexual, re- uh, sexual awakening for a lot of kids, I'm learning. Yeah, yeah, safe to say. Particularly when he was, like, teenage Simba with that flippy, like, Backstreet Boy hair. He did! He had a little flippy <laughs> 90s hair and he was a lion! Like Leonardo DiCaprio hair. It was amazing. It was amazing. He was so, so hot. Definitely not grotesque at all. No, nothing grotesque about about that beautiful lion boy. <laughs> so that is the where, the, where are we now? That's the definition of the grotesque versus the arabesque. As you may have surmised, arabesque is referring to Arabic culture. In this particular case, uh, handwriting. So if you compare even today, like a modern Arabic um, handwriting with European, like, like, like Western the al- European, alphabet. yeah, the Roman alphabet. It is, there is no reference point. Like, you can't figure out, like, what the A is or, like, where the vowels are or where even the sentence kind of ends. You're like, oh, my God, I don't know what this is. I'm a complete idiot. Checkpoint European panic. So <laughs> I love that that's all it takes to tear up, like, like, what is this alphabet? Oh, it's... I can't see the sometimes why this is so like like that's enough to send them into like a fit of like tis monstrous like, good lord so arabesque it captures um true terror so the sense of um encountering something that's terrifying and has no reference point whatsoever so comparing the gargoyle with a dark hallway, you're walking down the dark hallway and the anticipation of seeing something that you can't comprehend, that is arabesque. Okay, so we've got the on one side the, the devil you kind of know and on the other side the devil you don't. <laughs> yes, exactly. Interesting. Um, so I don't know, what would be like modern examples of grotesque and arabesque? Oh gosh, I guess most like... Horror movies or monster movies? Are grotesque. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, this movie that came out a few months ago, at the time of this recording, I don't know when the fuck I'm gonna release these, uh, called A Quiet Place, which is about how, what's his name from The Office? Oh, yeah, what's, yeah, What's yeah. his name from The is Office? Is it Jim? Jim. Yeah, 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 Jim. Yeah. Jim Jake and yeah. Pam, or Jim and Pam, there's like, they're like a couple. Yeah, Jim, Jim and Pam. Like a decade. Uh, yeah, Jim from The Office lives in a post-apocalyptic world where you can't make noise or you die. And we eventually see, like, the, the mon- well, not eventually, they don't really hide them, but we see the monsters, and they, they, like, only hear by, like, sound. Oh, so you actually see the monsters. They only hear by sound. Um... <laughs> And they're weird, like, fucked up alien monsters, but they kind of look, like, insectoid. Like, they have these weird cricket legs and shit. So, yeah, you're looking at it and you're being like, this is a fucked up looking thing, but there's still, like, you can approximate, like, oh, it's kind of bu- it's buggy. But funny enough, I'm kind of disappointed to hear that, because I haven't seen that movie yet. And I just ruined it. Well, I, I know. It's not like it's ruining it. From the trailer, you... The tra- that's there's it. nothing here that the trailer... From the trailer, I would argue that the trailer is arabesque. Because 
you never actually see the monster itself. You see maybe a shadow mm-hmm. or the fl- flip of a tail, maybe. I can't remember, but it's constantly clouded in. It's just off off center, um, off screen in the right. corner. And But what you see is just this poor family, like, terrorized, like, just in terror of something that we still haven't seen. And that is arabesque. So the fear of something that you don't quite understand okay or can't even like comprehend so when you were talking about arabesque that you say that they see the handwriting and they're like we don't have anything to approximate this with so is arabesque just something that you can't and then you said darkened hallway though so like is there a thing where we where you can see it where it's right there in front of you and like full frame but you just your brain just don't yeah that's it's hard to kind of solidify because ultimately this is very much tied to people who are ter- terrified by something like radically strange. So racist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so like to say that would imply that something is not of this world and an alien. Mm. So but then even the aliens like of like science fiction they body like some kind of like reference to like a terrestrial creature right that we can see we we look at it and we're like this is a weird fucked up thing but like that kind of looks like this thing i know you know what's probably count like those weird underwater creatures like that just the deepest depth of the ocean oh yeah where you just have like what the effing like what what am i even looking at no sense what is it in reference to? Like, I can't fry that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Bad and fry it and have it with beer. Like, so what is the that's point your, of you? That's your standard for our marine life. <laughs> no, that's good. Yeah, that's, I okay, think that's see, a good example. That's great. And so that's why they should update it because then we could say that and no one's being racist and awful. That's the grotesque and the ocean-esque. <laughs> the ocean-esque, maybe. But then that's problematic because nobody cares enough about the ocean and they're all all of like this fish die off and pollution and you know the whales are dying so i don't know okay well, yeah we, the, the ocean might win. not yeah the See, ocean might not need win. that bad rep so to call <laughs> something concrete arabesque is to like literally alienate it that sucks so it's a great kind of literary motif and it, it definitely in storytelling it's a really kind of powerful way to kind of conjure a sense of terror but once you make it concrete you can either make it grotesque, so make, making an amalgamation of various right. terrestrial creatures, or you assign it to something that isn't actually strange, but lives on this earth with you. That you just have decided is just <laughs> alien, because you're It's just too messed up. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. I think the best examples of it that are the most lasting are the atmospheric kind of arabesque. Right. So, like, Tale of the Screw... Uh, turn of the screw. Turn of the screw. Did I say tail of the screw? Yeah, you See, did. Tails of the it's screw. It's okay. <laughs> turn of the screw is amazing. I, I was just talking to someone about that the other day, and I'm like, shit, we got to do an episode on that. That's such a good example. Who wrote that again? Um, so oh, God. Henry James. Henry James. And I hate everything else he's ever done except didn't he, that didn't book. Didn't he write Daisy Miller, too? Just like American Girl, like gets too horny and gets her <laughs> career spoiled or something. I don't remember. He did uh, Portrait of a Lady. Portrait of a Lady. Portrait of a Lady. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the Golden Bull, maybe? I that don't know. That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Why not? He's yeah, a yeah. fucking expat who likes to pretend that he was British all along for yeah. funsies. 
So uh, that's, a, I think, a great literary example of the arabesque, where, you know, better name pending that's not problematic. Yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. So thank you for coming on and teaching us a thing about, you know, cool ways to refer to things as apart from like, I don't know what that is and it's fucked up. <laughs> now you guys have, have uh, increased your lexicon, your literary lexicon. And most importantly, deep ocean marine life as fucked up as they are with extra eyeballs. They fucked or no eyeballs. spikes that look will just murder the, the ocean around them. Or it's faces and anus. <laughs> they deserve life as well. They so. do. Don't call them names. <laughs> So yeah, is there anything that you want to talk about, about this stuff that you make or that you do? Um, well, I wrote a story that just came out in a journal called Wasafiri, a journal that prints in London. Um, you can get it in print, and I think segments of it will be available online pretty soon. At what? At Wasafiri. You uh, are going to have to spell that. <laughs> I need to check it too. I think it's W-A-S-A-F-I-R-E. Okay. Yes. There. Yeah. Look that up, and uh, there'll be a what's it? What's it called? Oh, it's called pic- pic- picturesque. <laughs> <laughs> Funny enough, it's called picturesque. Picturesque. Which is very ironic. By Monique McIntosh. Yeah, there is definitely some grotesque examples in there. It happens on like a you know a, a plantation in Jamaica in the middle of colonial era slavery, all that fun stuff. Oh, there are some grotesque thing and and hopefully arabesque things that are happening that are also not problematic i hope so (laughs) awesome all right so presumably by the time this gets released on patreon that will be a thing that exists that people can check out until next time i'm megan and i'm monique we love you bye bye gonna have to talk a little louder am i really gonna have to talk a bit louder yes better okay yeah you gotta speak from the diaphragm the diaphragm